0: uses profanity and topics may be disturbing for some listeners listen at your own risk welcome back to hell on heels podcast i'm bryce i'm amanda and hello hi it's been a minute maybe not for you guys but for us
1: yeah it has been a minute we took a we took a little vacation
0: well that's because amanda was supposed to be out of town and then wasn't and i and said then, i'm not yeah. reporting
1: <laughs> <laughs> it literally sucks to be you yeah literally text like the day before i was leaving and was like uh I'm not coming I'm sorry like I had reasons I gave them the
0: reasons but I'm like I'm sorry Uh, I'm just here and then you text me hey I can record this weekend and I said so I'm not recording this weekend (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean good for you I have plans
1: and they don't include recording
0: yes so sucks to be you you can wait a week
1: hey that's fine we we took a week off we deserve it yeah. I just well, there was
0: no way I was recording with everything going on, so I appreciated the little break. I cleaned, I cleaned the kitchen. Okay, well, I guess um, since it's been so long, how are you? We haven't even talked. Like we haven't really texted each other. We haven't been messaging at work. Like we have not spoken.
1: Yeah, it's really been kind of silent. Like it's it was kind of rough. the The last of first of week is always <clears throat> fun. <clears throat> At a bank, it's always super busy. And then Annie got sick, so uh, again, she's always sick. She's she's always sick. sick. Like the last time I had to leave work was because she had like a really small fever, and she ended up like two teeth popped up. So I was like, okay, cool, we're done, we're good. She's got all her teeth; they are in her face. We are good to go. And then they text me Thursday at work and was like, hey, she's got a one hundred one point one fever. She she's got to go home and she can't come back for 24 hours. So I was like, great, I guess I won't be at work, guys. But she was legitimately sick that time. It was she's just been sleeping a lot and she's been pure hell. Pure hell. She fell asleep while she was eating lunch today. So I tried to take the lunch and be like, well, let's go night nights. And then she just had a conniption fit. So I gave her the food back and then she threw it on the floor. So it's it's great. How are you? Um
0: uh, yeah, we're not gonna talk about everything that happened because mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I've told you about what happened, but I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Yeah. Um, Cody and I got new phones. We have mm-hmm. joined Team Apple. We are now iPhone users. I don't know how I feel about it. I've only had it for less than a week, and I'm I don't know what I'm what's happening on this phone.
1: Yeah, it's a big difference anytime somebody at work like a lot of times people come in and they're like my app stopped working and they literally just give us the phone because most of them are like either older people or we just know what we're doing so they're just like here make it work again and I'm like okay and every time they give me an iPhone I'm like shit all right
0: No, it's, I don't know what I'm doing, honestly. Like, I have, first of all, first complaint, Apple, get your shit together. Where's my clear all button for all, to close all of my apps at once? Why do I have to do it one at a time? I need to clear all. Do they not have one of those? No, like, let me just open, like, several apps. And I have to clear them. How do I do it? There's, see, there's no clear all button. Shit, touch the screen. There's nothing. That feels... There's got to be
1: something, right? I mean, stupid, that nope, makes stupid. sense. Everyone I know that has an iPhone, they always have 30 apps open at any given time on their phone. Nope, not
0: can't do it. Sorry. Um, I did also clear out all of my emails, that was a fun adventure because I don't <gasps> like the little red bubble because of the notification. I can't do it. I I can't do it. So, but oh, then is that I, alone? Out...
1: I would never go to iPhone oh. for that reason alone. I mean.
0: You can opt not to use their mail app, but why not use their mail app that's built into the fucking phone? Fair. And I, me thinking, oh, it can't be that bad. I had over 8,000 emails and that shit had to end. Then
1: you went through and, and deleted all of them?
0: There were like two or 3,000 that were promotions on a shared email that Cody and I have that I thought was just getting bills. I didn't realize they were having like you know how uh, Google or Gmail separates it like inbox promotion social or whatever. I I didn't do that. Yeah, I didn't realize that I had three thousand promotional emails in that email. In my personal email, I can see that, which I did have about that many as well. But I was like, "How dare you, people? Think that you can send me promotional offers on this email? No, (laughs) this is for bills. This email is for bills, guys." So that was a pretty quick fix, realistically. (laughs) But I was quick on that. I was like, "Mm -mm, not happening. So there was that. Um, I'm trying to think. what Cody and I found the get Because Cody also got a new phone. Mm -hmm. He's he's the reason we're Team Apple right now. Um, (laughs) Are you mad at him or or are you okay? I haven't decided because I don't think I've had the phone long enough to decide if I like it or hate it. But Cody Mm -hmm. loves it. He found the games in the text app and the iMessage. So we just, to show our love for one another, we just play games throughout the day. So I'll get a text and it's him (laughs) sending a game over. You know, I kick his ass in most of the games. It's great. Okay, so that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, I kicked his ass in Connect Four today. Don't know how that happened. I did it, though. (laughs) Because you connected four. That's how it happened. That is how it happened. But, um. There's that. So new phones. I don't know how it works. Um, sorry, guys. You're going to have to <laughs> just suck that right on up because I don't know how to, how to work the thing. Uh, I'm trying to think. And then we went to the gym today. Dogs ate some of our muffins while we were gone. Ooh, makes me so mad. I was so productive this morning. Let me just vent for a second, okay? okay? I was so productive. I Yesterday, I put in a pickup order for Smith's and for Sam's Club. Because then I could just go pick things up. And then I only had to go into one store. And that was Costco. So I go to Costco today. I get us. I got us some muffins. I got us all this stuff. It wasn't that much stuff. Because Costco, I don't. I'm learning I'm not a Costco girl. Like, I'm just going to cancel. and Or not renew. And stick with Sam's stuff. Anyways, point is. Is that um, Cody and I decided, like, literally right before we started recording. We wanted to go to the gym. So we went to the gym for our half hour cardio. And we get home and all of Cody's blueberry muffins are gone. I hadn't even opened the damn box. How many was in the box? Six.
1: And they, oh. I feel like this is a, this is a, this is a amazing thing. With help no. from the brothers.
0: She can't get up on the counter where it was. She's too short. She it couldn't was not like a, jump? Because to get on our island where she jumps up, she has to jump onto the chair first to get a little extra height. Okay, so it but was just straight up boys. It was straight up Ben's, <laughs> because Bentley is in a cone again. He's cone life, and he's pissed about it. So he ate all your blueberry muffins. He can't get
1: up on the counter though, because his cone prevents him from getting up. So he wouldn't have been able to reach it. Oh, okay. I was thinking he got up there and he used the cone to like push
0: the stuff, just wreak havoc. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, it was Ben's all the way. Which then made me extra mad because I took Ben's out today on a car ride, just me and him, to make him happy. And he pulls this bullshit? mm So mad at him right now. Did he at least share? Do we know? I have no
1: clue. I have no clue. Good thing he Probably got blueberry not. and not chocolate.
0: I have a vanilla chocolate one that they did not get to. So I was like, <laughs> oh my god, you guys. First of all, those were your dad's muffins. Like, those were Cody's muffins. I don't eat blueberries. Gross. So, my muffins are fine. I I offered to go replace Cody's tomorrow. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I guess it's fine. But that's that's that was my day. <sighs> I'm very upset with one of the dogs right now. Well, he's probably very proud of himself. Um, He was hiding in the bedroom when I got home. So, I, he knows he effed up. But... He enjoyed every moment of it. I know he did. I'm surprised he
1: wasn't zooming like this. This animal here
0: that's been running in and out of frame. I know. I saw him run back and forth a couple (laughs) times. Benz isn't a zoomer. He's not. He's a snoozer. And apparently a surfer. Oh, yeah. He's a surfer for sure. A counter surfer. Let's just add to this. I'm out of dog food. I understand that that's not a great look on me, okay? I got, I know. I have to get some. My dogs are not starving. The Chewy Auto ship is just running late, okay? I wasn't expecting it, okay? That, w- nothing else I can do. Okay, yeah, night- but they're not
1: hungry because you, you Her- made them a huge bowl of eggs today. I saw the Snapchat. <laughs>
0: it was enormous. Yes, so that's what I was going into. Is, it's not like they're hungry. The night before, they got chicken and rice. Like I made them chicken and rice the night before and then this morning I made them eggs. I They're not for starving. dinner. They had muffins. Well, one of them had muffins. I don't know about <laughs> the other two. And I've been giving them treats all day. I really don't know why he would be upset. I don't know why he would think that he would be able to just steal <laughs> the blueberry muffins. Well, they're his. <laughs> they weren't supposed to be anyways that's my complaint i'm upset because my dogs are eating like kings and queens and they're still acting like assholes <laughs> so think they're gonna get eggs for me again probably because their food's not gonna be here tomorrow so <laughs> i should probably just DoorDash some a small bag of food i mean at this point that would be it sounds like the perfect punishment you guys get your food now <laughs> stinks Ooh, made me so mad i was so mad. I'm still angry. If you can't tell, <laughs> anyways, that's that's how I've been. How about you? Any other updates you have? Anything you want to share?
1: I really can't think of anything. I think it's just been, um, yeah, just been working. Uh, I have a little bit of my voice back because um, I have a lot of pills that I'm taking again in the morning. Uh, but yeah, uh, my doctor, since there's not much I can do right now for allergies and everything I can do, I'm already doing. She was like, well. I guess I'll give you an antibiotic. And I'm like, okay. Deal, I guess. Yeah, sure. Let's try it. So it's working. So now everything that was in my chest and like neck and throat to where I couldn't speak, it's coming out. So I can speak. And also it's hard to breathe. But she also gave me an inhaler. So.
0: I mean, I guess go with it, right?
1: I mean, yeah, I don't think I have a choice. I'm just here hanging out, living and
0: breathing. With the help of um albuterol. I mean you hope you're breathing at that point. It feels like I am because it's still crunchy. Like it's still I'm still wheezing, so I don't know what crunchy means, but I'm just going with it.
1: Like have you ever been so wheezy that it just comes out sounding crunchy? Oh. No. Well, I'm not going to wheeze into the microphone. I'm not going to do that to you. But I might send you a Snapchat when I wake up tomorrow
0: morning. I mean, by all means, go ahead and do that. (laughs) You'll probably get a Snapchat of me feeding the dogs their dog food tomorrow morning. (laughs) Take that, suckers. It's processing my order right now.
1: (laughs) And they can thank Ben's for that.
0: Oh, yes, they can thank him for that. (laughs) So irritated.
1: I bet he didn't even share either.
0: I doubt he did. And I say that because he is kind of a jerk.
1: Yeah, he's definitely the grumpy one. So I bet he got him off the counter and he was like, back off cone boy. These are mine. Back off small one. Short (laughs) stuff. Back off cone head and short stack. These
0: are spoken for. These are mine. Maisie was licking smushed blueberries off of the floor, so... (laughs) got a taste i'm so so bitter about it i can't get over it so i'm gonna just sit here and complain to everyone here (laughs) what's even better is that because we are recording so far in advance right now is by the time i get around to editing this episode i'm going to have forgotten about my anger about the muffins until i edit and then i'm going to be angry all over again all over again
1: and by that Uh time you'll probably have more muffins
0: by that time i bet they've taken those muffins too we're not getting (laughs) muffins anymore i'm so mad you need a muffin vault not what i need is well-behaved dogs but apparently (laughs) i think a muffin vault would be cheaper we can just bring the crates in the house they won't like that at all what's even great is i bought them a new bag of dog treats today that is within Maisie's reach that is still intact No, because that's not what they wanted. Are they blueberry dog treats? They're lamb. I mean, that sounds better than blueberry. But they didn't go for those. I'm very upset with them right now. So it's fine. We're going to move on. Let's just talk (laughs) about our Instagram and our Twitter and our Facebook. Oh, I guess it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. Oh, it's X and I hate it. Yeah, X. Is it X on your iPhone? Uh Uh-huh, it's X. Okay, so they fixed it. So it's X all over the place. It, we're xing things up left and right up and down speaking of by the way if you notice all the notifications of being logged in on a new device that was all me i figured it so, was um i thought about texting you and being like are you logging in on all these new devices and i would be <laughs> like no
1: it's you because you already told me what was happening
0: i did i t- oh i sent a snapchat didn't i yeah <laughs> i forgot it's fine yeah it's x on my phone now on my iphone you can't see it, but it's, it says X right up it's, here somewhere.
1: It's dumb and I hate it, but whatever.
0: I didn't get a say in that. I'm just here. Um, Anyways, point is, is that Instagram, X or Twitter, which Twitter's way better than X. And Facebook, we post our pictures. Instagram and Facebook, Helen Heels podcast, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, is Helen Heels pod. Um, We do have Patreon. We have our Discord We have all the things up and going. Um, We also want to just remind you guys, tell your friends to listen if you guys enjoy listening to our bullshit every week. Um, Tell your mom, tell your dad. I mean, my dad listens. If your dad doesn't, I don't know what to tell you guys about that. But I obviously have the best dad ever. So it doesn't really matter there. I don't even think
1: my dad knows what a podcast is. He might.
0: I get regular texts from my dad about bullshit that we have said on the podcast. (laughs) Um, which I then normally trickle down to you to let you know what my dad's thoughts are as well. Um, I believe the last one was he was upset that I, that we made fun of his dog. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just call him how I see
1: him. The last text I got from my dad says, we eating at Greer's.
0: So. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's Okay yeah well anyways point is um y'all just go to all of our things if you want to see pictures those are all posted all of that um and then i think we might be ready we're so out of practice i don't even know what to do anymore we can't take a week off again what are we gonna do um i think you shut up and i talk are you sure i don't know how
1: to shut up though
0: ask well i mean not
1: for the whole thing
0: oh okay okay, yeah okay well i'm ready for a story
1: okay good um because I've i I've got you one. And it's a little bit... Eh, it's, we'll get into it. Um, <clears throat> That doesn't make me feel great. Well, you know a little bit about this story. This is the story of Anna...
0: Annie Christina Buryesen. I don't know a lot. I know just enough to know what the case is about. So you probably know
1: enough to be frustrated already.
0: Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also would like to point out that regardless of what Amanda says, this is from... This story, I only know about it because it's from my website that I go to, the Thought Catalog. The story's on there, so.
1: I didn't get it from that website.
0: I'm just saying it's on that website, so. So it's going to be an annoying case, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yep.
1: (laughs) Well, spoiler alert, it is on. It's some claim that it's unsolved, but the case is closed. We'll get into it. Annie was born February 7th, 1975, in Tiburon, Sweden. She was 30 years old when this story takes place in 2005. So she was born in Sweden, but she was studying English at the Aspect Language School in Edinburgh, Scotland. And she was living in Linden Court's apartments, Linton Court apartments. And from what I read, she was kind of back and forth between Scotland and Sweden while she was in school and working on scholarships. So she would just. She was in school in Scotland. She would go back home for a couple months and then she would move back to Scotland. She was gorgeous. She was tall. She was athletic. She had long waist length blonde hair. And pretty much every source said that she was incredibly proud of her hair. She took really good care of it. Um, One of her friends said that she drank aloe vera juice just because it was good for her hair. I've never so tasted. Gross. Yeah, I've never tasted it, but I've seen it and it looks slimy, so I don't know how that would do. But she did have really pretty hair. And then she had the blue eyes as well. She was described as friendly, lively, she liked a challenge. She was a good singer and she loved performing in front of an audience. She was careful with alcohol and she didn't do drugs and she loved watching rugby. It didn't matter who was playing. She said she just, our friend said that she was just in to watch a game. And she frequented this club called the Murrayfield Warriors Rugby Club. She spoke five languages as if she wasn't already impressive enough. She spoke Swedish, English, Finnish. She was half Hungarian. Her dad was Hungarian. So she was fluent in Hungarian as well. And she also spoke French. She moved to Scotland in 2004 because she had, Always liked the people in the country. She visited with a friend, and it was said that she just fell in love with the country and the way of life. And so she she just loved it there. That's where she wanted to live. She worked at the Scotch Whiskey Heritage Center for a while. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a museum for Scottish whiskey. Google said there's a barrel ride, so sign me up. I want to go.
0: Hey, Dad, we want to go, right? Yeah,
1: let's go to Scotland, and we're going to go. To the Scotch Whiskey Heritage Center.
0: I think this might be the first time that we've said we want to go to somewhere that's like true crime related in any way. But it's a barrel ride. You said whiskey. We're, I'm down. Yeah. Scott, this is whatever. whiskey
1: and a barrel ride. It's not like we're going over Niagara Falls in a barrel. We're just going to drink some whiskey and ride this Scotch Whiskey ride, I guess.
0: Hey, Dad, you down? Let me know.
1: Unless the answer is no, then...
0: You don't have to let Then us know. you're uninvited at that point.
1: Yeah. I'm sure you'll let us know anyway, but you don't have to.
0: Yeah. So let's just put it this way. If the answer is that you're down to go for the scotch, for the whiskey stuff, then that's great. Text me. Let me know. Mm-hmm. If you're not down, you're uninvited and your opinion doesn't matter anyways. And we'll send you pictures from the barrel. I'm not bringing home whiskey. I don't think that's legal. I don't know if you can. I think you can. Well, you just have to pay certain taxes and things on it. I don't know. Because you can bring home alcohol like on a cruise that you bought in a different country.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I thought they were pretty strict on it, which I guess if it goes through customs and you do it right, maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because it has to go through customs. You have to pay like the taxes and all that stuff on it. And there's only so much that you can bring.
1: Yeah, I know Um, there's limits. You can't just bring a trunk full.
0: Yeah, but I don't see why you wouldn't be able to have... Whiskey brought home with you.
1: Well, in that case, I'm bringing home whiskey or scotch, both. So while she worked here, and he was basically entertaining guests by doing what was described as pop up performances, and it didn't really go into what this meant, but a bunch of people said like this was the perfect job for her because it gave her the opportunity to use all of the languages that she knew. Um, it gave her the opportunity to perform, and she just really loved. Performing and interacting with people. Unfortunately. Why does
0: it feel like it's like a flash mob almost? Like all of a sudden people are dancing and singing and.
1: That's what I kind of got. Like maybe she just walks around and like all of a sudden she's singing about Scotch whiskey. And one minute it's in
0: Hungarian. The next it's in English and the next it's in a different language.
1: Yes. Every verse is the same verse, but it's in different languages for all of the different tourists. Done. Yeah. Okay. So we, yeah, there's your, um, there's your job offer. Take it or leave it.
0: I'm leaving it. Sorry.
1: (laughs) You lost me at Hungarian. Honestly.
0: (laughs) You lost me at singing. I'm sorry. (laughs) What do you, you want me to
1: sing? No, 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 no. Um, unfortunately this job only lasted six months when her sponsorship to work there ran out. Regardless, She still visited the museum, especially to hang out with the friends that she made while she was working there. And one friend even told the media that she remembers seeing Annie December 2nd, 2005, at the Heritage Center when Annie came to visit. And she remembers her to be in good spirits, friendly, nothing was really strange. And she said that she specifically remembers Annie took a phone call at one point on December 2nd, so I remember that. Annie was very close with her mother and friend back in Sweden, and she kept in regular contact with him. And one night she told him that she was at a club called Mood, and she met a man named Martin Leslie. And she was so excited to meet this man because Martin Leslie was a rugby player. So he was exactly her type. He was athletic and masculine. He played rugby. Um, he was from New Zealand, but he played for Scotland. He bought her a glass of champagne and they reportedly talked all night. And she was super excited. She said that, uh, he knew like a lot of personal details about Martin Leslie. And it was said that she was like kind of flattered that out of all the people in this club, he chose her. Like he's a famous rugby player. He can kind of choose anybody, but they talked all night long. So Annie had a membership at a leisure club and she was there swimming one day when Martin just showed up unexpectedly and she had told her mom and her friends that this made her uncomfortable because she didn't remember telling him that she swam there. And it seemed like he was there specifically to talk to her. So it kind of put doubt in her head about him, like who he was if he really was who he said he was and like, why was he there on December 1st? She ran into him again while she was out and he bought her champagne and she specifically said that she didn't drink it because she didn't see it being poured. And her family said she was always really, really like uh, careful about this stuff. Cause like I said earlier, she didn't do drugs. She didn't really drink much anyways. And she was always cautious. I mean, I imagine you would have to be if you're living in a country by yourself.
0: Right. And no, no, family is not immediately available, that type of thing. Right.
1: And uh, while she had friends, it was stated that she didn't really have any very close friends. She had roommates uh, because the apartment she rented, she rented a room. So I believe she had two other flatmates. But she didn't really have anybody that she was super close with. So by this time... Annie had already started voicing her concerns to the family and her friends that she was worried she was being stalked by this guy. And she even referred to him as a sexual predator and said that the way he looked at her made her uncomfortable.
0: That's like a big 180 there because she was all flattered the first night and now she's like, oh, just kidding. Flattery's dead. Let's not do this anymore.
1: Yeah. And from what I could find... It it may have been other, other things, because unfortunately, we don't have any side of this story. Only what she told other people. But from what I could find, when he showed up at her leisure leisure club or swim, it sounded like a gym, a leisure club. But when he mm-hmm. showed up that day, that's when she was like, wait a minute. You know, like, this is, this is really weird. And then it kind of is... sounded like it was just all downhill from there.
0: Right. And the other part is, like, how would he have known she was there at that time? Especially if she's like, I didn't tell you I go. We don't know if she was on like a strict schedule where she was there at the same time every day.
1: Right. Exactly. So it's, I, I, I feel her. That would, that would freak me out. November is when Annie's family, they started noticing strange behavior from her and it wasn't all the time. They said that some conversations would be perfectly normal, but then other times uh, something would just, It would be off. It wouldn't be Annie's normal behavior or conversations. Uh, At one point, she asked her brother how hard it is to track computer usage. And she asked him how hard it is to hack into someone's computer. And she never told him why. But other friends also said that around this time, she was kind of getting paranoid that somebody was watching what she was doing on her laptop.
0: Oh, that creeps me out because, you know, there are people that can do that. Yeah,
1: it gives me the freaking goosebumps.
0: I hate it. Like my camera that we use for recording anytime I'm not using it, it's pointed up at the ceiling. My work cameras, um, I've got one that plugs in. It's always unplugged. Um, My the one on my laptop, I have a cover on like I'm so paranoid about it because I know people can do it.
1: I'm so paranoid that like whenever because when I get in the shower, I usually listen to. A podcast, and my phone's water-resistant anyway, so I'll Do have you it in the cover shower with the... me. Yes, I either, I either cover it, or if I have it sitting up where I can hear it, there's a mirror on the back of the shower door. I specifically place the phone where I can't see it in the mirror, because you know the, like, if you can see the reflection, it can see you type thing. I don't know if that last part made sense, but it, it's... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cover I've done where I bring the speaker in. Mm -hmm. Just like my Bluetooth speaker, but I put my phone like in the other room.
1: I need to do that because we have a Bluetooth speaker that I have in there that work was just like, here, here's a Bluetooth speaker. And I'm like, hey, cool. Thanks. But maybe I should start doing that. But yes, I am paranoid, too, about cameras.
0: No, I I get it.
1: She also um, started calling her family at strange hours, like really late at night when she knew they were sleeping. And when they would call her back the next day, she wouldn't answer, which was also said to be really strange, because even if she was busy, she would at least answer the phone and be like, hey, mom, I can't talk right now. I'm sorry. I'll call you back later. Mm -hmm. And she once told her mother on a phone call, you have to respect this, but I have to take care of myself. And her mom was like, that's not it. It was very out of character for her to say.
0: Do we know the context of that conversation any further? Were they having an argument or was it out of the blue? Because if it's out of the blue.
1: That was a friend that overheard her telling her mom that and her mom remembered her saying it as well.
0: Well, because for me, if it's if it's like after an argument, maybe there was something going on. I don't know. I can maybe see her saying that. Like maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, let me, let me do me. But if it's out of the blue, that's where it's like, I kind of already feel like your mom's respecting you as an adult. Like you're living abroad, like you're living in a different country and doing your own thing. You know, I feel like.
1: Yeah. And she was 30. So like it, it didn't sound like she had like helicopter parents. Like you said, she's a 30 year old woman living, living abroad, doing her own thing.
0: Right. And she's 30 like what are her parents gonna do yeah i mean i and, know what my dad would do he would ground me i think, think my dad gave still up to that
1: <laughs> my dad gave up a long time ago <laughs> yeah
0: mine still tries
1: <laughs> on sunday december 3rd 2005 a woman that worked at annie's apartments reported seeing annie at her apartment and the woman claimed that annie was upset over what seemed like might be a relationship issue And she overheard Annie saying she had to take care of something and that she made a decision that might change her life. Now, some sources stated that this was on a phone call. Some some sources weren't really clear. But it was stated, like, this woman was like, no, I heard her saying this. She didn't seem, you know, happy about it. And that same day, December 3rd, She left Edinburgh and she traveled 80 miles to Prestwick Airport in Glasgow. She had with her a travel bag and a passport. And she also had library books from Sweden that she was believed to have been taking home. She's taken them back to Sweden. Sources stated that she had talked to her friends and family back in Sweden about spending Christmas with them. But her roommates, they knew nothing when they were questioned by the police they pretty much said that they figured out she left when her personal items like her toothbrush and some clothes and stuff like that were missing from the apartment
0: okay but also if you're not that close with like your flatmates I get that like granted I feel like even at that I would still probably tell my flatmates hey by the way I'm I'm going out of town for this long
1: yeah like I even if we're not the closest You still live together. So at least a little heads up, like, hey, don't tell the police I'm missing. I'm just popping back to Sweden for a little while.
0: Well, not even that. It's like, hey, if you two are home and someone else is trying to get in, it's probably not me. You know, like, okay. Also that peace of mind for other people as well. Or if you hear noises in my room, it's not me. It's very important. Yes. Yeah. That's
1: a very good point. It's a ghost. Okay, I automatically went to somebody got through my window,
0: saved my life. Well, I figured that's what you went to, but that's okay. <laughs> this is who <laughs> but we that's are. That's where my mind is. Like, regardless of how close I am with roommates or anything, like, I feel like I would still tell people, like, tell at least the people I live with. Hey, by the way, I'm going out of town. Yeah, I,
1: I, no, I agree with you on that. At least a little heads up. At least one of them. Yeah, because I do think she had two. Before she left, she paid her rent in advance. She booked a hair appointment in Sweden for uh, the next week. And apparently this was the only person Annie would let touch her hair. Was this hairstylist back in Sweden. She would not go to anybody else. She had also gotten a vaccination for the winter. And she paid up um, her leisure club that she swam at. On the way to... Prestwick, she tried to withdraw cash twice at a Glasgow Central Station. Excuse me, at Glasgow Central Station on the way to the airport. First she tried to take out a hundred dollars and it was denied because of insufficient funds. Then she tried to take out fifty dollars, which was also denied, because she didn't have enough in her account. And I did see this a lot, and I just wanted to touch on it. So there was some arguments about Annie potentially being in two places at once because she traveled from the Glasgow central station to Presswick's airport in an impossibly short amount of time. But when people, and it was uh, unclear which people, if it was, you know, like computer desk detectives, like you and I, or actual detectives that do this for a living. But when people looked into it, it turns out that the bank records showed her attempting to withdraw money in Sweden's time zone, which was an hour ahead of Scotland's. So that ended up kind of being a red heron for people. Mm-hmm. But I did see that come up a lot. So I just wanted to touch on it in case anybody else wants to look into this. Um, it's commonly argued about in like forums and discussions on the case. But CCTV shows Annie entering the airport in Prestwick at 3.14 p.m. She left through the same doors five minutes later. And this is not a very large airport, but the TV footage showed her covering the length of the terminal in 55 seconds. And independent investigators determined that she would have had to have been running full speed. To clear this in that amount of time, because it would normally take about one and a half minutes. And a friend who looked at the footage said that Annie looked annoyed and angry. She never once tried to buy a plane ticket, she never once tried to like check in, like she had already gotten a plane ticket. I don't know if she just got there very early. We have no idea. But she was there for about five minutes and then she left through the same doors that she entered into now the morning of december 4th her body was discovered by somebody walking their dog along preswick beach a little over a mile away from the airport she was laying on her back her hair was cut to the nape of her neck and she was covered in sand and seaweed and her belongings were scattered on the beach around her and she was identified by her the passport found in her bag. Her toothbrush and personal items that she packed, according to her roommates, were nowhere to be found. Along with a filofax that she brought everywhere with her to this day that has never been found. And her family and friends, everybody says that this filofax was her life. It was like glued to her. She kept everything in it. it. She kept her money, her train passes, the names and numbers of people she met, along with just... Random little notes and writings that she would write to herself, especially one source stated like English phrases that she thought was funny. She would write them down and then she would go back and research them later or something like that. Now, police get there and almost immediately ruled it a suicide by drowning. They never called for a medical examiner or a forensic team. And the media was reporting the next day. That police stated there was no sound, no sign of foul play. And this was before the autopsy was even conducted.
0: It's a little premature. Yeah.
1: It, it felt like it to me too, especially like by drowning. She was a very strong swimmer. And her body was also found. I thought I wrote this down. I don't think I did. Her body was found on a, a place on the beach. That the tide almost never reached. So people are even trying to figure out like how if she just washed up on the beach. How did she end up there? Exactly. Yeah. And they said you had to go out like a long way. It, there wasn't like a drop off. You had to walk out into the water a long way to even get above your head. So for, for many reasons, this, this, this did not make sense but we'll get them to many more reasons why it doesn't make sense. So her body was examined three days later, and it was determined to show no evidence of trauma that couldn't be explained away by her body presumably in the water, bumping into things, getting little scratches, things like that. They also stated that her lungs were filled with water and her air passages were filled with a frothy or a foamy substance. And the toxology report showed no drugs, but a 0.02 blood alcohol. And police in Sweden, pretty quickly, they got in contact with Annie's family and told them that their daughter had committed suicide. And her family was immediately like, no, there's no way she wouldn't have done that. And they pressured police for a while to investigate further because things just weren't adding up to them. And to be fair, it really kind of wasn't um just along just with the facts that we know she scheduled a hair appointment. She paid her rent, she bought, you know, she updated her leisure club uh, pass. She had the library yeah. books from Sweden.
0: It seemed like she had plans to return right. I mean, on like i I get her maybe thinking, like, I don't want to burden my flatmates here's. Here's my rent. I get that. But then it's the, I think it's the, the leisure pass that I'm like, well, she's like, that only affects her. Like there is no reason she would go make a payment on that unless she had intentions to return. And the
1: vaccination, like she got vaccinated for the winter. What, why would you do that if you were planning on taking your life?
0: Was it a travel requirement though on that
1: one? Uh, That was unclear. It made it sound like it was like a flu shot. I mean, those are
0: free, so it's.
1: <laughs> so, police did eventually pull Annie's emails. And I know we talked about this earlier, but all of her emails had been deleted. This is strange to me. There was not a single email, not read, not unread, not in the sent, not in the outbox. Everything was gone. Yeah, so someone deleted them. That's what her family kind of thinks. Uh, They also pulled the phone records and there was no evidence. Delete those. There was no evidence of any calls for the last four days. Annie was alive. Now she was found on the 4th and you remember um, her friend talked to her on the 2nd and saw her take a phone call. Plus, her How family. The did they delete those? Family and friends all said, "Like, no, I talked to her." But, um, yeah, multiple people claim to have talked to her or seen her taking calls. Um, and from what I found, her mother didn't have a record of calling Annie on her personal account either, and they they were given no explanation. The phone company was basically like, "I don't know." The Swedish undertaker that buried Annie, they noticed several severe bruises that were not recorded on the initial autopsy, including one on her right arm, one on her side, and one behind her ear. And these bruises were said to have been inflicted before death. The marks were different than the ones that were recorded and explained as her coming into contact with debris post-mortem. And the mortician also informed the family that bruises on Annie's body were consistent with strangulation. They found tiny samples of freshwater algae in Annie's body, leading them to believe that she had not drowned at sea, but she would actually been killed elsewhere and her body was dumped on the beach. And they found unidentified DNA on one of her hands. And if she was presumably in the ocean, I mean, committing suicide, that DNA would have washed away. But it was, from what I found, it was never tested or never reported. So the family, uh, they began their own investigation, and authorities in Scotland refused to help.
0: why? I'm not understanding why the, like, Scotland feels so so what's like, they're just so uninterested. Like they don't care to help with a potential crime, but maybe it's just that they felt like it was like their determination was correct. And they were like, how dare you undermine us? I don't know.
1: Uh, There's a theory on that, that might play into that, but I'm with you. I'm still kind of like, Hey, I don't get it. But I mean, we've kind of seen this in, um, Oh, my gosh, I just blanked on her name. The girl that was in the American, the U.S. girl that was in Italy and got, uh, I know we'll do a story on her one day, but she was charged with murder. Yeah. And she was very, very obviously uh, innocent. Uh, I can't think of her name, but I I know somebody somewhere is screaming it at me right now. So her mom even went so far as to meet with the prime minister of Scotland, and presented a petition with 3,000 signatures, and still police were unhelpful. They would not release tissue samples collected from Annie. According to her mother, the case is currently classified as strictly secret, and they were denied access because Annie's death is, quote, not in the public
0: interest. Apparently it is because there were 3,000 signatures on that petition. And her
1: mom was kind of like, she was, she said later, and this is not an exact quote, but she did say later to the media, she's like, I'm not the public. I'm not just anybody. I'm her mother. Like, if anybody has the right to know what happened, I do. And, Mm -hmm. like, I I feel you. Some people speculate that if the man she had been seeing was really Martin Leslie, and if he could have had something to do with her death. He was later investigated at the urging of Annie's family. And authorities found that the real Martin Leslie wasn't even in Scotland at the time she supposedly met him. He had been back in New Zealand for at least two years. And the identity of the man that Annie had been seeing shortly before her disappearance is still unknown to this day.
0: I hate that so much.
1: The most common theory I found... Of Annie's death is a bungled attempt from the CIA to silence a journalist. So there's this award winning US journalist, Christina Boryasin. Both names are spelt with a K, and uh, Christina was Annie's middle name. Boryasin, excuse me, I think I said that wrong. Uh, Both women have blonde hair. Other than that, there's really not many similarities. The third photo I put in was Christina. They don't look alike. Christina no. is older than Annie. The only similarity is the blonde hair. And Christina has very short blonde hair too. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much, that's it. They have the same names and they have blonde hair. Uh, Christina Burgesson was known for kind of stirring the pot and publishing very Risque. Dangerous. Risque. That's a good one. Articles that pointed fingers at departments dealing with U.S. national security. So, this feels
0: like wrong person. Like, that doesn't feel fair for Annie. Because she was just trying to go visit family. Right.
1: And, um, so, Christina Buryason, she was rumored to have been looking into what are called rendition programs. Basically, Christina Buryasen was claiming that the U.S. government was transporting suspected terrorists via planes to different countries that allowed torture in order to torture them legally and get information out of them. There's never been any um, proof of this. But the British government was allegedly allowing the U.S. to stop at Presswick Airport to stop and refuel on these uh, specific flights. Many people believe that the CIA mistakenly believed that Annie Buryasin was Christina Buryasin, and they believed that she was there to research these claims. And that the CIA killed Annie in an attempt to silence these allegations.
0: My biggest thing is that the the blonde hair, yes, I get it. But if she's at the airport, she sees something, CIA sees her, whatever. Why would she have ran out? You know what I mean? Like, why would there have been running involved? Because she would have been unaware of any of that, you know? So they would have... Like, my biggest thing is, it feels like they would have likely taken her into custody before she would have run.
1: Right. Like, I feel like there's a more, uh, like, a less obvious way to apprehend somebody, especially at an airport. Like, I feel like it could very easily be like, hey, you set off an alarm or some crap. You know, we have to check your bag. Can you come here into this room? Something like that hmm But that's so what that I'm saying. Re-
0: like, I don't feel like she would have had any reason to run. Yeah. Even if she was being, like, at, arrested or something. Like, if she hadn't done anything, I don't feel like she would have... I feel like she would. there would have been more confusion on her part just to be like, what did I do? What's wrong with you guys?
1: Right. Like, I'm just trying to go home. Right. But that's what a lot of people point to, especially with the police just not not following protocol. They kind of point to it as like, oh, well maybe they were working with the CIA and they were trying to cover this up. I don't know. I guess crazier things have happened, but I find it hard to believe that their authorities would work with the CIA.
0: To do something like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, the last thing I could find on it was that Scotland eventually did work with Sweden regarding Annie's case, and the, Sweden, the Swedish foreign ministry agreed to release documents of the conversations. But these, since the documents were classified, they were heavily redacted. And by heavily redacted, I mean the autopsy photos, the original ones from Scotland, were never released, and even the cause of death had been removed from these documents. The documents that I found online were basically, it had like her name and a date. And then it was just a blank sheet of paper with a bunch of X's or question marks. There was like nothing. Like, I don't even see the point of releasing them. There's not. The documents had been classified as secrets. And they claimed that releasing them may harm national interests. So as of today, Scotland maintains that Annie took her own life, and Annie's family maintains that something strange happened to their daughter and she did not commit suicide.
0: I agree something strange happened and she did not commit suicide.
1: Yeah, I I also agree, I don't know what happened, but it doesn't it doesn't Like what are really the chances that if you go commit suicide? By walking out onto a beach, uh, all of your things are just going to wash up on the beach next
0: to you? Right. What's the 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 odds? Well, also in a spot that, like, the The tide tide doesn't doesn't reach.
1: Yeah. And then who cut her hair?
0: Right. I mean, I guess she could have if she was having a mental break, but. But then
1: why make the appointment? Like, why make, you know, why take care of all of your Scotland
0: affairs? I'm not arguing. I I don't know. I'm just. I'm. Here's my thing is this feels. Were there any theories about the person that had actually done it being somehow involved with the police, like whether they were a police officer or a higher up official or something some people
1: speculated if the, the rugby player, quote unquote, Martin Leslie, that she was seeing could have been a police officer. Uh, some people think maybe he was a police officer, maybe he was married, and that's why he gave her the fake name and everything. And that could have also potentially been why it would have been so easy to track her because he would have had access to information that regular regular people, pedestrians, I guess, wouldn't have access to but there's like no proof at all on that and mainly because we have no idea who that man was
0: but i mean there's also no proof of at all of it being the cia like that's yeah. just another theory yeah cuz to me like it just seems it seems weird that records would be wiped i guess mm-hmm. if she was being tracked by cia prior to that i can see that have having like that having happened Mm -hmm. But I feel like the CIA would have realized, oh, this isn't Christine. This is someone completely different.
1: Right. And that's how that's like. I know we've heard of the CIA making mistakes. I know it happens. This feels like a big mistake. Like. Right. The only like I said, the only thing they had in common was their names and the fact that they had blonde hair. But what?
0: But unless she was involved with, you know, something else, you, that statement she made to her mom, mm-hmm. maybe she was doing something she shouldn't have. I I mean, I don't know. Maybe there was, there, it's one of those cases where it's like, well, maybe there was this and maybe there was this and maybe this, but what about this? But, well, we don't have answers for any of that. Exactly. And there,
1: there are, there's, oh my gosh, there's a ton of theories online that I didn't include because... The two that I included, they had a little bit of thought or proof behind them. But there were a bunch of wild speculations saying, like, maybe she was involved in drug trafficking, and she was trying to get out of it. And that's when this happened. Um, her dad, another one was that her dad said that two days before she was supposed to come back to Sweden, she had told them that she was engaged and she was going to get married, and she wanted them. To meet the guy. And he was supposed to come home with her. And that's supposedly why she looked. Annoyed and aggravated. At the airport. Because he was supposed to be there and he wasn't. But all of these are things. That are like there's. Her mother from what I found. Didn't hear of this. It was just her dad.
0: I was about to say. I hadn't heard her mom say anything about. About anything. So. I don't know how much I believe that engagement story.
1: Yeah, that was another claim. I didn't see her mom mentioning that anywhere. Now, her mom does have a blog where she, oh my gosh, there's so much information, but it's in Swedish. And I don't know if y'all know this. I don't speak Swedish. Oh, you don't? No. uh -uh. I thought
0: you spoke five different languages.
1: No, not at all. I am not that (laughs) cultured. Uh No. No.
0: I barely speak English. And even at that, it's not correct half the time.
1: It's very fair. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I usually say me and James, knowing damn well it's supposed to be James and I. I just don't care.
0: Yeah, no, I get it. Because that's just... I, this case frustrates me because there's not there's not enough, right? Like, there's not mm-hmm. enough. It leaves you with so many questions because there are so many possibilities. Because, like, who, who was this man that... Seems to have started stalking her. And maybe it wasn't him. Maybe he wasn't stalking her. Maybe it was pure coincidence and she she did tell him but didn't remember that she told him that she went swimming or whatever. Or whatever it could have been. Like, this could have just been some dillweed that thought he was cool by using a rugby player's name. Right. But nothing adds up like where why were her emails erased why how were her phone records erased yeah that like how
1: how is that even how is that even possible first i know it probably has to be possible but how is that possible
0: i sat here going haha you can't erase those you hacker and you went okay (laughs) (laughs) sure (laughs) Bryce." i just like i don't understand because there's just Too many what-ifs, I think. Yeah. And there's just so many possibilities. Like, yeah, I guess it it could have been suicide. Is it likely that it was? I don't think so.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel... It doesn't feel like a suicide, for sure. I agree on that.
0: And then the reluctance for investigators to, I don't know, investigate.
1: Yeah. Which is also, like, that's, that's part, to me, that's like, okay... We already know nothing. We have this sketchy stuff going on with the emails and the phone records. But then to add in the fact that, like, did y'all even try? Did you even try to investigate? Or was it like, oh, look, this passport. This isn't Scottish person. Like, let's just, let's just call it a suicide and move on. Right. Or was it deliberate? Like, we need to cover this up.
0: Well, it makes me wonder, because here's the other part, though, is if they needed, if they are deliberately covering it up, how would they have known so quickly that they needed to, unless one of the investigators involved was the man that she had been seeing? Right. Or know. unless he told someone and was like, hey, by the way, I did this, you're going to have to cover this up. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: Which, hey, buddy, I, I guess- need a favor.
1: Remember last week when I brought coffee? I need to cash in on that favor.
0: Right. But you know what I mean? Like, it just feels there's too many things and there's too many theories. I'm sorry. I don't feel like the CIA one is likely.
1: I agree with you on that one. It just feels too out there. Yeah. It's too, too lifetime movie.
0: Yeah. I don't. And it's too obvious as well. Like obvious in the sense that like it was obviously not the same girl there's i maintain if she had nothing to do with anything going on then why would she have been running from cia or any authority figure right right so i don't i i'm struggling with that one the cia one was that one developed by what's her face christina or was that developed okay no, that was.
1: I don't know how that one came about. Um, I really don't know how any of these come about, honestly.
0: The it conspiracy theories, this shit that we do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I only really ask because if Christina is the one that came up with it, it could have been like her way of saying, "Look, the U.S. government did this, blah blah blah," and trying to give herself maybe credibility in some way. Right. Um, I don't know her at all. It's just a theory. Yeah. But if it wasn't her and all of a sudden you have all these theories and she reads about them like later online, how awful would that be to be like, I was the target?
1: Yeah, the survivor's
0: guilt. Well, not even that. It's like, do I have an ex on my back? All I know is it just doesn't add up. That's where we were. Yeah, we don't know what's
1: going on. And I think that's where the world is. Okay.
0: Well, would you like to know more about what's going on or what? We don't know what's going on, honestly. So would you like to have more things thrown at you today? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Well, I've got a story for you. Okay. Do you remember when I did the Alaska cryptids? Yes. And do you remember how I was like, maybe I'll do a second part because there were just so many cryptids?
1: Oh, is this Alaska part
0: two? This is Alaska part two. So we are going to talk about a couple more Alaskan cryptids. And let me just say, there's still a ton more. Alaska, what are y'all doing? I know, right? (laughs) I don't know what they're doing, but there's still a ton more. And I only chose three for today. So you guys are going to hear me struggle bus with pronouncing things again, because again, a lot of these are, you know, Native American um, words different indigenous people's languages that i cannot speak um so i'm gonna i'm trying my best i googled i did google how to say them if google led me astray it's google's fault not my fault okay we try trying so hard guys okay but we're gonna kick it off with the kush okay and listen alaska i don't know what's going on up there i'm not sure i really want to know the Kushtaka makes me just a little concerned. And also, why the hell do you guys have so many shapeshifters? Like, you guys have a million shapeshifters. I don't know what you're doing, but please stop.
1: That's terrifying. Okay. I want to go to Alaska.
0: <laughs> so many shapeshifters. That's all we talk about today is shapeshifters, by the way. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> so, the Kushtaka is a shapeshifting creature in the Tinkit folk folklore. Most commonly, Kushtaka are known for taking the shape of a human or an otter. I did not label these ones in the drive, but they're the otter looking ones. Perfect. It I is... was hoping
1: to hear about them first because they're kind of already my favorite. Because they are adorable in all the wrong ways.
0: They are. The abs on them? I don't, yes. I don't know what to do. but like
1: I've never, I've never imagined I thought I would be attracted to an otter and here I am.
0: I'm not attracted to the otter. I'm just confused. But they are believed most commonly to take the shape of an otter. It is possible, though, that they potentially shift into other things as well. But otter is only no- the only known one. It is believed that they emit a high-pitched whistle as well that has three, like a little three-note pattern of low, high, low. So it's already high-pitched, but then they go low, higher, lower in this whistle.
1: Well, I can't hear high pitches, so I'm screwed, apparently.
0: Yeah, you're screwed. An account of these creatures' behavior can range vastly. Um, some accounts are that the Kushtaka are cruel and they enjoy tricking the the t- Tlingit sailors to their deaths. Like, that's just their pastime and a hobby. They have fun doing it. Um, okay. They believe okay. that... <laughs> It's believed that they might imitate the sounds of a baby or a child crying or screams of a woman to lure their victims to the river. None of those things are going to get me to go to the river.
1: All of those things are going to make me go the opposite direction of the river.
0: No, we learned. Like, I'm I'm sorry, baby crying, bye. I will call police, but you're not getting me down there. No way in hell. I already have one I have to listen to. Everybody else, I'm just going
1: to make a phone call and be like... Yo, there's probably a baby out by the river, like, someone should check that.
0: And if they tell me to go and check it out, I'm gonna be like, oh, sorry, this is how you die in a movie, no thank you. Oh, hell no, I'm not trained for that. Well, that's what I mean, like, hell no, that's not gonna happen. But they do this to lure their victims to the river where they can kill the victim, they are believed to tear them to shreds, or on occasion, simply change them into a kushtaka themselves. Oh, okay. Which isn't great, because the account of this is that the kushtaka's goal is to actually trap the victim's soul to prevent them from reincarnating. So, for one, if they become a kushtaka, they can't reincarnate. You're screwed, sorry. Two, for some reason being shredded to pieces also prevented you from being reincarnated. I don't know why. But that was a lot of sources said that if you're shredded, you're done. You're not getting reincarnated. Okay.
1: Look, the only reason I've made it this far in life is the hope that the next life will go better. So I really don't need this otter man, this Abby Otter man, to to
0: take that He's away from ripped. me. Yeah, He's uncomfortably muscular. Well, if it makes you feel any better, they mainly prey on small children. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fun. Mainly. Not solely mainly. So if so you have, have kids, maybe.
1: Trip on yeah. you while you're running.
0: Yeah, just shove them down. You run faster. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. And maybe if you have <laughs> children, just don't go to Alaska. Like, good idea there. So You can't go also, to your 18. Sorry. You nope. Know, sorry. You're screwed. Um and it's also they often are reported as attacking in groups. So that's even better when you have six of these weird ottermen next to you attacking you. That's
1: freaking terrifying. Uh-huh. Oh my god, the pure testosterone and whiskers coming out of that group of 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 beings. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. I bet they're all doing push-ups or some shit when you come across them. <laughs> Crunches. They're all just doing like pull-ups on a tree branch. <laughs> you go in the gym at three in the morning and that's what you see is a bunch of
0: ottermen on the bench press. <laughs> just bench pressing. You've got one of them spotting. Like, come on, bro. You can do it. Can you just imagine? I'm never going to a gym again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going at 3 a.m. That's all I know. <laughs> Other accounts of these creatures, though, say that they're friendly and helpful. They actually save sailors from the death of a potential death of freezing. And in many stories, they do this by distracting the endangered person with images. This is what was called their otter tricks, by the way. Um, But distracting the endangered person with images of their friends, family, loved ones. And while this person is distracted, they then transform them into a kushtaka where this allows them to survive in the freezing temperatures because now they've got water flowing through their blood but it's it
1: stole my soul
0: right um it didn't necessarily steal your soul it just trapped it so that you can't reincarnate i don't like this win-win
1: situation (laughs) here it doesn't sound like a win-win it sounds like i lose either way i either die or i never live again
0: which i mean seen the state of the world i might be okay with not being reincarnated yeah but does that mean i have to live forever as an otter man you know what it didn't say anything about them being immortal so it just said you can't reincarnate yeah okay i'm listening
1: okay wait are there otter women
0: i assume so okay it didn't specify gender it just said small children I just don't want to be an otter man. You don't want the
1: abs? No, I don't want to have to go through the work to get the abs.
0: (laughs) Maybe the abs come with the loss of your uh, reincarnation.
1: That's the least they could do, honestly.
0: (laughs) Like if you don't even have to
1: work for them. If you're stealing my life. Yeah, the least you could do is give me abs. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you know what? If you want to just protect yourself against the kushtaka, you have a couple options. The first one, copper. They don't like copper for some reason. Okay, that's easy. Next one, urine. I mean, I get it. I Uh, don't like urine either. But I would probably piss myself, so that's also easy. (laughs) Done. Check. (laughs) Uh, I've (laughs) already done that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That one comes with me everywhere we go. Just a whole (laughs) flatter. (laughs) dogs they apparently are afraid of dogs so check okay some accounts also fire so those are the four ways that you can reportedly protect yourself so maybe just get a spray bottle of pee some copper keep your dog with you at all times and just have matches like you're good to go honestly this sounds completely
1: doable like (laughs) put my dog on a leash put a penny in a bottle of urine and go camping
0: out in Alaska. Okay, yeah. You're you're good then. Solid oh. plan. I wonder if Buck can help you with the urine. Like if he pees oh of the, the kush taka, does that count?
1: Oh, that he would not do. He would absolutely piss himself.
0: <laughs> and the Kushtaka would be like, oh, sorry, I don't
1: do pee. Yeah. So He would also be like, that's a really unfortunate dog you have there. And I'm like, <laughs> look. His dad was his uncle. Leave him alone.
0: It's fine, okay? (laughs) So it's believed that the kushtaka are used as a warning for children. It was to help keep children from wandering too close to the ocean on their own, since typically the kushtaka would beckon you to water. So that is the first legend. Can
1: his bicep even move like that? Like, it's so large. Can he even even beckon correctly?
0: Or does he He just do the wrist? it might just be the wrist (laughs) just come hither. maybe it's just the fingers oh that's what it is it's just one (laughs) finger he's like come here come hither yes does he do like the point to the ground too like come here come here
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah. points to the river come on in the water's fine you heard a crying baby right here done yep come get this thing because i don't want it
0: (laughs) but that's the first legend The next two, I think you're going to like. They do tie in together. So the first one we're going to talk is the Amukuk. That's what Google told me how to say. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. And this legend comes from the Yup'ik people. And the Amukuk is, they're said to be a spirit that lives within the ground. Okay, cool. It is a shapeshifter. Many believe it can take different forms um all sorts of different forms human monster whatever you want to call it and a lot of people act that it or not act a lot of people believe that it may act differently depending on where you encounter or how you encounter these creatures so while they're in the sea they're believed to be hairless have leathery skin slimy skin Ew. extremely long bodies and have four long human-like arms and no legs like, their
1: legs are the arms. So you're telling me this thing's a shapeshifter and this is what it
0: chooses? I don't know if it chose this or if it was born that way and it's just easier to be in that form. I don't really know.
1: Because that's horrible.
0: It, it's and they're it's huge. not great. They are big. They're very big. The now, human is like half the size. I don't even think the human was half the size. The human
1: was like a quarter of the size. If this thing had knees, that's where the human would end up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like
0: it at all. It's not great. But some say that these creatures are not often hostile to humans. They're not considered carnivorous. Like they don't typically like flesh. You can see this thing's teeth.
1: You're telling telling me that's not carnivorous? I said some. Okay.
0: Okay. Others, however, believe that these creatures harbor a deep hatred for all of mankind. I'm on that team. I think that's probably what it is. What mankind did, I don't know. I couldn't find that part of the legend. So either they hunt humans opportunistically or they actively hunt humans out of hatred. Great. So they're dolphins. (laughs) Um. Unless they're actively doing it out of hatred. I don't really know, but I wouldn't put hatred past the dolphins. Okay, valid. When they hunt, some sources said that they will like sit under the ice and just sit and wait until someone is passing by. But they do hunt, they typically hunt hunters that are, or fishers or hunters or whatever you want to call them, while they're in their kayaks in the water. So, great place. So, a lot of them said they would sit in the ice and then wait until the kayak hunter was close enough. And then they would kind of just snatch the hunter and drag them to the depths to be eaten. And they do this by wrapping their four long arms around the people in the kayak and pull them under the water. Oh my god, it's a freaking giant squid. Is that what you're telling me? Some people actually believe this might have been based off of an octopus. So... I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. I have never seen one of these things. But uh, no, thank you. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but
1: a a giant squid. That is my number one irrational fear. Not birds? No, not birds. Giant squid (laughs) all the way around all the way around town (laughs) i don't even and that's like that's all i'm hearing from this thing now and i (laughs) used to want to go i used to want to go ice fishing really badly you could not get me
0: in one of those shacks right now what if it's not in alaska
1: where else am i gonna go ice fishing
0: can't you go like minnesota like up north more when it gets cold things freeze over in the u.s well i
1: know but when i think of ice fishing for whatever reason i think of alaska Probably because Alaska's just made of
0: ice. Oh, probably. Well, point being is that these things, they've mastered their hunting technique, okay? Like, they know, just go up under, wrap your arms around, great big bear hug, drag them down, eat them, great, done. You didn't have to say it again, but here we are. (laughs) Well, if the hunter or the person is lucky enough to flee um, for any reason and they get to land, they're still not safe. Uh, They're not really that lucky. Let's just put it that way. And this is because the Amakuk are believed to live within the ground. So they're said to be able to, quote unquote, swim through the earth as easily as they do water. Absolutely not. What? Oh, hold on. It's earth and ice. So ice doesn't slow them down either.
1: I hate the thought of this thing swimming through the dirt <laughs> like a trimmer
0: it also makes a thumping noise as it's swimming through the earth too can we but not it... call it swimming through the what earth is it though because that's what it, they're doing oh it
1: gets worse so they're not tunneling they are specifically swimming through uh-huh. the i hate uh-huh. it go ahead make well, it worse why the hell yeah
0: man? well <laughs> let's just say that they decide to hunt on land So there, whether you escaped or you were an unknowing victim that started on land, um, let's just remember Earth is believed to be like their natural habitat. They're said hunting a little differently now. Instead of pulling someone out of a kayak, they, I mean, now they're on, you know, land. Um, They swim around the person on land. And when they do this, it creates a quicksand like surface. Oh, my God. And for some reason, if you're holding a walking stick, you're likely to become more tired as this amokuk is swimming around you on land. Let's remind you that they're swimming around you on land. Like, (laughs) they're just circling you. And this might be because they are able to swim up the walking stick and into the person's body. Because they are a spirit. Don't forget, they are a spirit. But. (laughs) I don't even have words so they can swim like up into you so if you have a walking stick i guess you just make it easier um but when so they the walking strike, stick is a conductor apparently i don't really understand that part but i i added it because <laughs> don't carry a walking stick with you in alaska okay, okay. Right. self. so if you don't have a walking stick it doesn't really matter because when they strike it will quote-unquote swim upwards into the person and this makes the person they're inhabiting weak, or some people described it as they jump through a person, which causes them to lie down and die. So they just leap through yeah. you to kill you. So I, I hate this so
1: much. Okay, so they swim on land. They uh-huh. can create
0: quick. Wait, I I want to clarify this. They swim in land, not in land. on it. Excuse me. Yeah.
1: They swim inland. They can create quicksand at will, which is just like my eight year old self is terrified right now. And then they breach into you like a whale and you die. Because that's what I'm imagining when you said they swim through you. I'm imagining them just breaching the earth into my body. They're not
0: consuming you, they're like going in to you as a person from my feet yeah or or the other option is they leap through you and kill you they do a ballerina leap right through you and you're dead what is alaska okay i I asked that first what's happening up there i don't know are y'all alive (sighs) i don't know someone is they told us these stories no so how do you not piss them (laughs) off well that's a great question cuz my next bullet says now as as for self defense there's none Perfect. once the once the amakuk is has their eyes set on their meal you're screwed um i could not find any form of self defense if you shoot it it just multiplies into eight different beings instead so like what? that doesn't feel great that's cheating <laughs> Right? It's like Hercules with the dogs and the heads. That's... I I hate that. Not the dogs. The dragons. I'm sorry. Whatever that was. But, like, you just... You get eight more. And then I assume if you shoot one of those eight, you get another eight. Like, please don't shoot them, okay? So that doesn't feel ideal. Now, there are benefits in some way to the Amakuk. Is there? Well, they're believed to create small nests, which they guard like a bird would guard their nest. Now, these nests do not have eggs or babies or amicook young. And, um, no. What is in this nest? Would you like to guess? What is something dumb. Scraps of fur.
1: What? Yep. Scraps of fur. And
0: Why? I don't know. Protecting fur. Where did the fur come from? No idea. But we'll talk about the fur in just a second. So... If you are able to successfully steal one of these nests, you can put anything in it, and the following day the item will be whole again. You broke your favorite coffee mug. You have this Amacook nest. You put your favorite coffee mug in it, and the next day your favorite coffee mug is completely restored. Not worth it. Um, you can do this with anything, so, like, I don't know. I guess if you can fit whatever you want in there. Okay, hold on. Hear me out. What if I were to sit in the nest? I assume since you are broken, it would be fit. you would be fixed. I don't know how fixed it can do. I don't know how much therapy it can give you in 24 hours, but I might risk it.. <laughs> so I'm, you're now seeing the benefit of them. OK, yeah. Yeah. so I can get a new colon. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's also believed to bring you riches, too. So there's that. Oh, now some say that. Some say it's not the nest that gives you the riches, but it's the furs that were in the nest. So you have to place the broken objects on the furs. Do you think this could work for my bank account? Like if I just wrote my bank account number on like a piece of paper and put it on, would I wake up? You know, you know what? It probably doesn't matter because the furs themselves are believed to create riches out of thin air. As long as the nest remains in the possession of the one who stole it for a significant amount of time. So if you steal it, keep everything. I don't know what a significant amount of time is. But you keep it. I mean, you steal it, you keep it. The furs will just start creating wealth for you. Just like, here you go, here's some gold, I guess. Geez, no wonder these things protect these furs so much. (laughs) Right? They're like, this is mine, don't touch it. Now, the Amakuk also get tired and confused sometimes. Sometimes they just get, quote unquote, tired of being Amakuk for a long time. They're, uh, they're confused. They're sick of being them. They're going through adolescence, whatever. They're tired of being Amakuk. So often when they are sick of being themselves, you'll actually see them take a human form. No. This, this isn't the only time they take a human form, but they're sick of being themselves. They do take a human form. Sounds bad. When they do take human form, they are known as, okay, there were two names for it. There was one Kwamungerit or Kwamulek. Okay. I, I don't know if I said those right. Which, that actually leads us into our next cryptid, the Kwamulek. Because okay. there's enough differences that I felt like it could be separate. So, here we go. These are, again, from the Yupik fo- folklore. The Kamulek is believed to be a being from the tundra. Um, This being, they pull a sled or bag behind them. The catch with them is that they can only walk in a straight line. And they're believed to look human, but typically with a terrifying face. And the sources I found wouldn't give me descriptions on what this terrifying face was. Aside from, it was a face so horrifying it defies human imagination. Oh. So. I don't know how bad it is, but apparently it's bad. And the bag or sled that they have with them is also said to have uh, unspeakable things in them. So there's that. Um, great, great guys here.
1: Are these things just doomed <gasps> to always be terrifying.
0: Uh, Apparently, but in this form, they act very differently. This is a very different form. This is their, I don't want to call it nice side, but they're not very aggressive um, in this form. (laughs) That's because they can only walk in straight lines, so they can't make quicksand. They can only walk in straight lines, you're correct. And I do want to mention, because their face is so apparently horrifying, which I feel like that could just be rude. Like, you just saw someone that you didn't find conventionally attractive and you're like, oh my god, that was a horrifying face. Like feels a little Honestly, like a yeah. low blow.
1: That could oh a low blow. Yeah. I was thinking that could be like the perfect insult to the guy Gosh, at the bar that just will not leave you alone.
0: You quamlek leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so you're not supposed to look at their face because of how horrifying it is. Just I guess don't look. And if you do look in their bag or sled, it's said that you would waste away and you would be unable to even explain what you saw. So maybe just don't look at the sled or the bag either. There is one legend that states a man named either Warren or Maralak did encounter one of these creatures. They shot at it. And this in this form, they don't multiply. They, they okay. die. Okay. And just before the creature died, it warned this man not to look in the bag. It was like, whatever you do, don't look in my, don't go through my shit. That's private. Don't look at it. The man obviously was like, is that a challenge? And he looked in it. And when he returned, and now just to note, this man was like a really great hunter. He was well known. But when he returned home, he lost his hunting abilities. And he just started wasting away. And was asked what was in the bag he would burst into tears oh according to the legend he never told anyone what he saw and he took that secret to his grave
1: so oh wow he was don't he was
0: really traumatized yeah don't look in the bag like i don't care about like any don't look in the bag now here's where things get a little more interesting maybe you have a beef With an Amukuk, and you're like, I know that you can transform into one of these Amukoks. Or maybe you just want riches, whatever it is. If you happen to encounter them in their human form or their Kwamulek form, this is your chance, okay? okay? Creatures are easily halted, they can only walk in a straight line. So, what you're gonna do is you're just gonna go stand or sit in their path with your back to these creatures. Just stop, don't speak. Don't even acknowledge them. They will not run you over. They will stop. They will ask, what are you doing in the way? And you're just going to, you know, inspect your cuticles or something. Just ignore them. Okay. And after some time, they're going to become a little bit more frantic because they can't move. They can't go backwards. They can only go forwards. They can't turn. And at some time, they're going to start to offer you gifts. The longer you sit, the higher the value the gifts become. So they might offer you wisdom, wealth, a long life, all the goods. They're going to give you everything. The legend states that you just stay put until these creatures have offered you everything you need for life. Like if they have offered you all the money in the world or whatever it is, you're just going to stay put until they have offered you something that you're like, this will take care of me for the rest of my life. Done. You can accept that offer, but you don't, you don't need to speak to them until that happens, right? They're not going anywhere. They're going to just keep giving you shit. And as long as you leave and do not look back at them, they will keep their end of the promise. They will provide the gifts for you. So, I mean, very different personalities here when they're in different forms.
1: Yeah, they really are just fed up <laughs> with being an amicook by the time they get to the their human form.
0: And then I feel like in the human form, they're like, I'm going back to Amakuk. Done. Yeah. Bye. This was bullshit. I stood there for six hours, and this man just did not even know. I couldn't go anywhere. I ran out of things to give him. I was just offering each individual snowflake that I named Bob at that point. I don't even <laughs> know what he wanted. Now, these creatures are actually considered as an explanation for the Klondike Gold Rush. One Yuppick person came into a huge amount of gold, reportedly, after having encountered a Kwamulek. And when settlers heard about this, they went north in an attempt to strike gold for themselves. So, I forgot to add the outcome of the Klondike Gold Rush in here. I don't believe it went well for anyone. <laughs> Point being, is that that is considered one explanation. In many legends, if you ask the Kwamulek what they are doing in your path, they will often respond with, you put me here. And for some reason, I really like this because it's believed that they answer this way because the Yupik people believe that you as a person will encounter animals or supernatural beings through your own thought or will. So basically, they're like, you manifested this. So just daily manifestation and maybe you'll meet a a Kwamulek.
1: I don't know if I want that. What if I get the angry one though? The one that's like, you know what? Forget this. Here's my bag. I'm going back to AmicOok. I'll be back in like twenty seconds because I can swim under the earth.
0: I don't think they can transform in front of you. That's why they're stuck.
1: Oh, okay. But what if he leaves and comes back later and he's like
0: hey, He can't turn around. Me? He can only walk in a straight line.
1: I'm not hearing many downsides to this plan, and
0: it's <laughs> that's not a good thing. Just daily manifestation. You're fine. Okay. Okay. And I do want to end with saying I know there are still a ton more cryptids in Alaska and in that area's indigenous peoples. Um, I just had, a, I had a lot of fun with these three, and so these are the three you got today. I don't know if I will do an Alaska part three. I doubt it but i will probably cover the different cryptids at some point
1: so I that there
0: you have it i i love them i like my favorite one might be the Kwamulect, only because like buddy you can only walk in a straight line just walk over me like if that's what we're gonna do here i don't know man i'm kind of i'm kind of loving the otter still uh, i don't know i don't really love the otter at least not for me Mostly because that feels like a low blow to be like, come here, let me just make it so you can't be reincarnated. But then again.
1: Yeah, I might be better off with the otters.
0: Yeah, yeah maybe the otters would be better. We could, we can go be Jimbros, right? Yeah, List for sure. Them. Yeah, I'll spot Fine. you. Done. Done deal. <laughs> now, I do not have any pictures of the Kwamulek because all of the pictures were basically like someone's standing but their face was, like they had a hood and the face was dark so I was like that was pointless that's what so, I was gonna say
1: like no one's ever seen them so
0: well no one's ever shared what they've seen mm-hmm. so there's that and it's beyond human imagination so however horrifying that is perfect <laughs> wonderful and it doesn't apparently it has no weapons against people it's just like alright I stop here you go <laughs> I'd be waiting forever. I'd be like, all I want are well behaved dogs, and you're not giving me that. You're giving me gold. That's great. I just want well behaved dogs that don't steal my blueberry fucking muffins.
1: Why don't you just ask for like endless blueberry muffins?
0: Well, because I don't like blueberry muffins.
1: Oh, that's right. Vanilla chocolate
0: chip muffins. But Cody doesn't like the vanilla chocolate chip muffins. This is, that's his do you problem. see where we're? <laughs> that's why I just want well behaved dogs okay i want my dogs to just be able to talk to me all the time and tell me what their deal is and they can understand me when i say don't get on my goddamn counters
1: yeah you're gonna be there for a while for yeah while
0: i'm gonna be like making a fire in front of me just warming up you know by the end of it like he's gonna be so frustrated he can't get you to leave
1: that he's just gonna stick his head in his own bag
0: what I should do is I should just leave, like, a Santa list, just, like, pin it to my back to help him out and be like, these are the things I want to move. Like, this is all you have to offer. <laughs> and you can just go
1: through and check them off.
0: Okay, you want well-behaved dogs? Check. You want your house paid off? Check. Cool. <laughs> check. Done. Okay, anything else? And I'd be like, hold on. Let me just add this really quick. Here, okay. Here's part two, and you just slap
1: another one back there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, like, sticky notes? Yes. <laughs> He's going to be like, I swear to God, I am going to find a way to turn. <laughs> or he'll be like trying to hover over me, showing me his face. Like, please look at me. he be like, nope, sorry. By I'll the Way has another on. one. Yeah. yeah That's going to be your next sticky
1: on. note. It's going to say a hat, <laughs> a visor.
0: <laughs> visor, please. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyways. Well, any other questions, comments, concerns? I know there's no complaints.
1: Yeah, no, not from me. All
0: right. Well, thank you all for listening to Hell on Hills Podcast. To see pictures from this episode, you can follow us on Instagram at Hell on Hills Podcast, Twitter or X at Hell on Pod, or Facebook by searching Hell on Hills Podcast. You can find us on Linktree by typing in Hell on Hills Podcast Linktree. If you want to support us, please like, review, rate, share, and subscribe on your preferred listening platforms. If you want to take your support one step further so we can create additional content for you, you can donate through Patreon, where we're working to release specials for our patrons. If you have your own true crime or paranormal stories, suggestions, or just words of encouragement, please email us at helenhealspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to tell your friends to listen with you as well. Bye. Bye.